Hey. Hey. Wow, hey. that was a lot uh, shorter than we normally <laughs> than we normally do. I should have been we were checking for the world record of our shortest A. Yeah. Well, welcome to Third World Linux, episode 42. And that's something that I noticed. As as the episodes get like higher in number, the A's get shorter in length. <laughs> like if you listen to our <laughs> Yeah, as opposed to TWG where their A's are getting longer and longer. <laughs> <laughs> Even so, I don't mind, you know. Yeah. But we started out, our A was, what, four or five second longer A's? But now, it's like, A. <laughs> yes. Why? Because we have, we, 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 I don't know, the shorter the A, the longer the content. <laughs> Even if we spend the first two minutes of the show discussing the length of our A's, instead of, you know... Something sensible like Linux stuff, because <laughs> this is what the show is about. Yes, Third World Linux, episode yep. forty-two. And my name is, yeah, and for those of you who are not familiar with us, my name is Ag. I'm Zhao, and on today's episode, we're going to talk about Ubuntu stuff and scary things like Yosemite <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> and living in a house where everyone is using a Mac. Ah. <laughs> Yeah, this uh, throwback to last week because, like, last week, uh, sort of mentioned it, right? Like, uh, your folks or your sister. Yeah. Anyway, before we, sister, my uh, dad. Yeah. Before we jump into that, uh, should I jump into going blind into Ubuntu 1410? Uh, 1410, 14.10. 14. <laughs> 14, 14, yeah. Yeah. Sure. Uh, don't All forget right. to press, what's it? Don't forget to press F11. F11, right? F11, of course. I yeah. have to. And, yeah. And now it's gonna get a bit noisier because my mic is gonna pick up that noisy CPU sound. Huh. Is my computer plugged in? Oh yeah, my computer's plugged in. <laughs> Just in case. Yep, so AG is F- going to be 11. going through, uh, Ubuntu 14.10 because Ubuntu just released 14.10. So, you know, give it the third world treatment and stuff. And on top of that, it's actually, like, really special because Ubuntu has been a thing for 10 years now. So, like, Happy, uh-huh, uh-huh. happy 10 year anniversary Ubuntu. Like, the, the first release was in years. 2004. Alright, so for the sake of everyone, I'm running Ubuntu 14.10 beta 2 because I don't, I downloaded it with the only ISO, oh, the only torrent file that I can download is beta 2. If you're not familiar with internet speeds here in the Philippines, or if you're a Filipino listener, you know why we need to rely on torrent files. Because if you download the main file, Sooner or later, that connection will just drop out, and, <laughs> and it's gonna be slow as all hell. Right, so I have to fourteen ten. I have to on. teach you how to use wget. Yep. Because like, hey, if you uh, use wget, you can totally. There's this thing like you, you can add um, what's it? Wget and then tries equals infinite. So if it stops, then like it tries to start again. But you know, so, torrents, yeah. torrents for the win. Torrents are just better. <laughs> Again, uh, as long as you can get me out of the terminal, uh, the, the, the shorter the time I spend at the terminal, the better. That's for me, at least. Which is why we're looking at Ubuntu. Ubuntu. Yeah. <laughs> the year's about to end, and I haven't even touched Arch. Anyway, and I haven't uh, touched... Just for another episode. <laughs> I haven't touched Mandriva either, so, like, we're good. <laughs> Mandriva, Magia, Mandrake, I don't know, one of those. Yeah. And here we go. Uh, I actually haven't tested the ISO if it's a correct ISO <laughs> or if the ISO won't work. Should be fun. If not, then, uh, could save it for another day. Eh, you know. Ubuntu. Yeah. But then, like, the, uh, um, okay, so, so I'm, I'm probably gonna spoil the experience for you, but like, the one thing about Ubuntu 14.10, it's Sorry, like it's really boring. Up, yeah. yeah. And it's purple. <laughs> yes, it is purple. It actually has the same desktop wallpaper as 1404. Why didn't they move, like, do the slight change? Yeah. Oh, for those running dual monitors, <laughs> like I do, I, I have dual monitors with me right now. Thing is, it defaults into, like, they're the same. They're not, the, the monitor setup is the same. It's not an extension or whatnot, so yeah. It's a bit of annoying, uh. but... Oh no, it became an extension. Weird. 
It's just that my right monitor is the one it shows as default instead of my left monitor. So, like, the easy workaround is to move your left monitor to the right? Or, you know, wait for it to boot. <laughs> wait for it to properly boot. Ah. Now I'm confused because my mouse is... Okay, there you go. Try Ubuntu. Uh, I love what, that we do this thing. That I go in blind because it, it's exciting. If only I could, like, screen capture. Maybe I should get an Elgato. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's it? So, like, you're, you're using your, um, you're using your desktop, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because, like, you're supposed to use your Oh, wait, oh. Wow, I'm already there. Huh. And it's... Exactly the same wallpaper. Weird. Yeah, it's exactly the same wallpaper. And I have two monitors, but it's not twin setup. Is it a twin setup? I think it's a multi, what do you call that? Multi setup. What do you call, what, what, um, workspace? What's that? Yeah, there oh. you go. That's the term I'm looking for. Yeah, workspaces. Yeah, I think it default to, like, the other one is a different wall workspace. That's good. Well, at least that's how, mm, that, that's how I would use, like, dual monitors. But then oh, you want the default workspaces. No, I, I don't like default workspaces. Oh, okay. Right? It's just different things happening at the same time for me. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 it's, yeah. It, yeah. I think it's a default workspace. It's cool though. What's it? Um, anyway, um, yeah. Actually, Windows finally has like multiple virtual desktops now on Windows 10. Huh. Like, welcome to the future, Windows. Like, it, it, we we gave we, we gave um, the iPhone 6 a lot of shit, right, for being the best phone of 2012. Like, really? Uh, Is it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, what's it? Like Windows 10, like they forgot how to count. Like Windows 10 has um, virtual desktops now. Like finally, <laughs> yeah. And they have a package manager, as it turns out. Like they're they're trying to get like an app get kind of thing going. So they're gonna have like a repo and stuff. So pretty much, Windows 10 wants to be a Linux distro. That's another horrifying thing. Why? <laughs> because they realized Why? that Windows 8 was terrible. Unlike Ubuntu 14.10, which is pretty good, pretty solid, pretty boring. Uh, <laughs> it, it has like an updated kernel, which is good. Um, like the absolute latest, uh, the absolute latest, well, not the absolute latest, but like fresher packages than in 14.04. So, you know, that's the only thing really that's different, I think, with 14.10. At least when I tried it, I was like, hmm, same wallpaper. <laughs> <laughs> not not even like not even like the subtle change like um what was it like i think it was between 14 1104 uh, and 1110 like the only thing that was different was they flipped the they, they flipped it upside down and had that for the next release or something like oh, okay <laughs> and, right off the bat i'm gonna say to you i'm having monitor problems <laughs> because it it's weird because it doesn't say it only has like Mirror display setting. It doesn't say like, um, this monitor should be on the right, or this is identify this as the monitor on the right, identify this as the monitor on the left, oh. like that. Huh? Ah, oh, no, you have to drag and drop. Okay, that's weird. Okay, all right. So you have to detect displays. Go and start on display. Let's click the. How did they identify my LG? Uh, my LG monitor as Gold Star Company Limited 16 inch when it's not a Gold Star and it's not 16 inch monitor. Hmm. <laughs> oh, devious, devious, I say. Driver support. <laughs> so I would have known. to switch it up to 1268. No, 1024. Just have to make sure they're the same. 1024. But they're mirroring each other. I don't want them to mirror each other. Sticky edges? No. Ah, there you go. Launcher placement. No, that's... You know what? I'm just gonna use one monitor. <laughs> For the purposes of this review. Since I don't think off the bat... Again, I really don't like vanilla Ubuntu. Okay, yeah. Not that I don't... Yeah, I mean, we've discussed this a lot of times. I don't like it in the sense that it's just plain. <laughs> it's not even... I think boring is such an insult. It's very plain. It's, um... It is what it is. 
I guess yeah. you can say. Like it's Yeah. It's the general computing platform. Um nothing hyper specialized, you know? Yeah. It's a distro that runs well on hardware of its day. Yeah. So like it'll run really well on two thousand fourteen hardware. <laughs> exactly. So like Okay, so, and there's nothing, like, I, I mean, yeah, it has certain things that are not a fan of, but that shouldn't turn you off from Linux or Ubuntu entirely. So, I'm okay with it, but I know there are a lot of things out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which is pretty much everything that you need to know about. That's pretty much the Ubuntu experience. It's yeah. it's it's good, but there are a lot better out there. Mm. Well, Ubuntu is like Ubuntu is an excellent base, right? Yeah. Like, uh, what's it? Like even even like the Ubuntu people um, say that like the 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 shift of or no, the the focus of Canonical is no longer like the desktop for this year. Right, like focusing on mobile yeah. and server space, like like OpenStack is getting a lot of traction. So, like a lot of the develop uh, a lot of the developers are focusing on getting the mobile thing figured out. Yeah. So, which 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 kind of explains why um, mainline Ubuntu doesn't have very much going on, uh, and most of the interesting things are, you know, happening with OpenSUSE. I mean, I'm pretty sure when I run this Ubuntu 14.10 on my netbook, it's gonna put it in a slow, slow crawl. <laughs> it's probably gonna but be on my worse. desktop. It's yeah, and That's I'm surprised it. it's actually running a lot smoother on my desktop. Did you try 1404, uh, like straight 1404 on your desktop? Yeah. Huh. But but it 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 for some weird reason it doesn't feel as smooth as this. Huh. I don't know why. Uh, Mir? <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, oh, Wayland? Wait, no, Mir. Which one, <laughs> which, which one was Ubuntu? That was Mir, right? Because, like, the yeah. thing, yeah. Yeah, because all the, oh, man, like, like, like the, the whole Mir Wayland thing, like, nobody talks about it anymore. <laughs> of course, because, well, Mir won? Wayland won. Which one? Man. No one won. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, because Wayland isn't out yet, and, like, Mir isn't out yet. So, yeah. Like the big hoopla it's now like, is whoever uh, comes out, yeah, whoever comes out first wins. That's pretty much it. No man, um, what's it? Uh, like they're they're just gonna be like two separate display servers. If you run Ubuntu, then like you're on Mir. If you run anything else, you're on Wayland. Oops, I clicked something wrong. Uh, I clicked the install again. It's gonna be a pretty much a brainless install. The same way you install like. Basic things. It's gonna be so easy. It's pretty much ripe for customizing and doing stuff with it. <laughs> hmm. And and that I think is the great thing about what Ubuntu wants. They're not killing off desktop entirely. Yeah, they're not concentrating with it, but the other projects are the ones that are doing a lot of stuff. Yeah. Like again, I'm I'm very happy with Ubuntu Studio fourteen ten. I mean, I could see what uh, I mean fourteen oh four. I'm happy with what it does, and then going back to our Linux Lite, it's again based off Ubuntu, but, and, and the action is not on what Ubuntu is doing, but what other things are people in Ubuntu, oh, people working with an Ubuntu base is doing. Yeah, it's like interesting the, though, you know, that yeah, Ubuntu is okay with that. Yeah. Because it's open source. It's <laughs> <laughs> weird, man, like, um, what's it, XFCE, uh, Zubuntu 14.10? Like this absolutely blew my mind, right? It mm-hmm. is on XFCE 4.12, I think. Huh. XFCE 4.12. Um, I haven't tried 4.12. Yeah, but like that—that isn't—that isn't XFCE's stable release. Like there is step exactly. ahead. Exactly, I, I know. It is so weird. <laughs> like my Arch install with XFCE on it has XFCE 4.10. So like, yeah, I, mean, I, I I have 4.10 on mine as well. <laughs> Yeah, but then it's weird. <laughs> well, but that's that's the thing though, because you're on because you're on LTS, like it is going yeah. to be like four ten for the foreseeable uh, foreseeable future. But like, what what blew my mind was my Zubuntu install, 
has like a later version of XFCE than what's on my Arch install. <laughs> and it's a, you're already running the bleeding edge. Supposedly. <laughs> well, well, it, well, it's again, it's up to you and how you want to run it. Yeah, that, that's that's Arch, you know. Like the, the latest XFCE is on the user uh, the user repository. It's on the AUR. But like in the um in the mainline Arch repos, they still have uh four ten, which is pretty cool. That like I was able to try out the super latest XFCE on an Ubuntu uh derivative. Yeah, Ubuntu I think is my favorite of like all of the derivatives. I thought you're in a LXDE. Lub- nah. I, th- I thought you're in Ubuntu. Yeah, but you know. I saw XFCE. Right now. <laughs> I, I, I saw I, I saw XFCE four twelve. Like wow, because uh, four twelve was interesting. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I haven't seen four twelve. I really should check four twelve out. I mean, as an XFCE guy, I should really check that out. Yeah. Um. What, dis- what, what disappointed? That's me? weird. <laughs> interesting, but really weird. <laughs> then what disappointed Maybe. me about um about the Ubuntu 14. derivatives? Yeah, about the fourteen ten uh. line. Was their GNOME edition doesn't have the latest GNOME, like it doesn't have GNOME three fourteen. Uh, yeah. Well, those, those are the two. Those are the two environments. But, that but I it's use. not. A, it's not. A, is it a? What's your gripe with it? Is it because fourteen ten is? I mean, what do you call that? The greatest, the latest GNOME. Der, GNOME is really good, or yeah, it's why, actually. Why do you think? It's actually like really stable. The the animations are cute. You know, like. Yeah, I, I like I like the latest gnome. <laughs> animations are cute. <laughs> yeah, dude, like when you open up all the applications, they slide in from the left, like, phew, you know. Like, um, okay, so so far my problem just is that it didn't. Re- well, again, I guess it's a one. It's beta, and second, I'm testing it off. It's not an install, so the dual monitor setup didn't recognize it head on. I probably need to install something or w- grab something from the repos. Yeah, probably but, like a, what's it? Probably like a driver thing. Yeah, probably yeah. a driver thing. I, I'm pretty sure it's a driver thing. Cause, um, I don't have Nvidia here yet, so it probably is because of that. Oh, yeah, that probably, that, that makes sense, I guess. Yeah. Huh. So again, it's not the fault of Ubuntu. It's the fault of proprietary. Nvidia. No, it's, it's proprietary. <laughs> you really have to pull it up, even if you're using whatever. <laughs> Even if I'm using Mac or or whatever, or especially Windows, you oh have to put those up. Ah, Windows. <laughs> I recently installed Windows 7 for my dad on his netbook. Like, what? I have to download drivers? Like, I have to go to their website and you, download drivers? You kind of have to. Ah! You just can't be on the terminal and just I can't just pull those get... things out. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't, like, app get install or whatever. Like... Speaking of installing things for people, like the family, my mom and dad, uh, mom and pop, um, no, not mom, pops and my sister, yeah, are now like Mac users. Well, my father has been a Mac user ever since because again, Mac best for production. No matter what people say, for me, I still think Mac is best for production. Mm. But like Linux is slowly catching up. Best thing about Windows is gaming. But anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> an aside. I had to explain. It's my my sister's first time to use OS X, like Mac, as in her actual computer is a Mac. It's her first time. Yeah. And being Unix, if I may say so, she was bewildered. Why is it asking me for my username and pa- my password every so often? I didn't indicate the password. It's quite surreal that I had to explain to her that, oh yeah, the program is asking for permission. It's making sure that you're the actual person using the thing. And you're allowing the entire computer to, you know, do its thing find, because um, you ask it to do so. What I find, like, uh, weird about Apple, though, about, like, OS X. Mm-hmm. OS X. Um, what I find weird about <laughs> it is, like, it, it has the usual Unix trappings of, like, yeah, we're going to have to ask your password when you install new software, blah, 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 blah. Uh-huh. But at the same time, it also keeps on asking you to sign into iCloud. So like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the first thing, the first thing, my parents, I, my, my, my sister and my, my pops asked me, um, can we install Firefox? We don't like Safari because you know Safari equals 
security. <laughs> a lack of security. <laughs> well, I, I always thought that went to IE. No, IE. Yeah, IE. But again, with the recent um celebrity photo leak scandal. <laughs> ah, okay, yeah. Those <laughs> those things. That, that killed it for them. I mean, I actually think that did bad for them, you know? Like, it became... Because IE is now known as Security Leak Festival 2014. But yeah. <laughs> ever since. But, I mean, IE is actually slowly improving. And Safari is getting, you know, worse and worse. Mm, yeah, like my, uh... my father is not a big fan of Safari because he thinks... And this is my father. He's not as techy as me or my mom. And he thinks... Safari feels slow and bloated. <laughs> ah, do they have Midori on OS X? I mean, I have. I there probably is because if 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 he doesn't want, well, he's happy with Firefox. Mm, yeah, yeah. And my sister prefers Firefox than Chrome. I'm the only one in this house that prefers Chrome. Okay. My mom also likes Firefox. Like, I really want to introduce Midori to them because that's the fastest browser <laughs> I know. It's just that you know I prefer Google integration. Mm. Well, I guess Firefox. it's because my yeah. I life. guess my fa- <laughs> <laughs> I guess my family is just not you know it's not a heavy Google user like I am. Because mm. yeah. yeah, if they were, they'd yeah. have Chromebooks. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm not, but I don't have a Chromebook. I wish I have. Right? I <laughs> wish I had a Chromebook too. Like put Arch on that bad boy. Oh, 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 oh. um, I know. Uh, slightly digressing a bit. Have you seen that? There's like. It's not a Raspberry Pi, but a competitor to the Pi. Which one? Which is powerful. I forgot the name again. First in opinion, last in use. Wait, well, the thing I about that, like, oh my god, go, no me. It it it's forming itself up as like the next Pi. It pretty much has the same specs as my netbook, but the size of a Raspberry Pi, more or less. I forgot. Is it Avalanche? Uh, or Amber Rombie? Uh, Banana? I should have. <laughs> banana pie <laughs> or you know well, walnut that's brown the, pie that, that's the thing though it's like a it's, it's like a new class of device the the whole microcomputer thing right like uh yeah. it's pretty much kicked off by the raspberry pi but ever since then you have like the beagle boards you have um or anything that could the arm we knows yeah. yeah yeah it's an arm chip thingamabob with I forgot the spec. I should have wrote that down. Next time, I should write things down. But yeah, it has become like a new... And then, from then it occurred to me, this has become a new thing. Yeah, it's been a new thing for some time. Like the, the whole microcomputer with um, some sort of Linux distro running on. Like that's what I do with my... With my... Uh, media thing, right? Like... Yeah. You know, it's a little server right here. Hard drive connected to it. Gets... Everything I need done, you know. <laughs> like it could pull up the files that you need from whatever. Yeah, like uh, we have a we have like a family storage thing now, um, <laughs> right? So like dads, um, for dads. Uh, yeah, yeah, you have your own own cloud, own cloud, right? Oh, dude, it's um, network drive. We have, we have, we have a network uh, drive, uh, a family mm-hmm. network drive, right? Uh. So like, fathers, Samba use Samba Share for dad for. Uh, <laughs> What's it for all of the Unix ones here? We have NFS or SFTP. Like, yeah, we have a, we have like a, a, a home file server and it's running off of that MK802 thing. So, okay, cool. Yeah, because, um, I got recently fascinated because I was visiting PowerBooks with the girlfriend and I was like, I saw this book, like how to develop games. Mm. Uh, no, like how to start learning how to develop games that's the book like it's gonna arm you with the basic things on how to develop a video game and they recommend that you start with the absolute basics and one of the the, like the absolute like the most basic thing you can develop for is develop a game for the raspberry pi because it's really easy to do so like it's really basic you need and, and it gives you some guidelines and whatnot and i'm like huh this makes me want to buy a raspberry pi (laughs) It's uh. just something to tinker with. But then again, there are also my favorite tutorials online uh, with like using, uh, like customizing a Raspberry Pi as an add-on to your camera. Oh, Use it yeah, as an yeah, interbolometer, yeah. your timer, and whatnot. It could pull GPS and like 
those guys who were able to do that are insane. Uh, that's all I could say about it. I, dude, I, I'm telling you, man, get, get an MK802 or get one of those like cheap China-made Android mini PCs and like install like Ubuntu on the micro SD card. Yeah, <laughs> I, I have this like this real want- elaborate backup system with it, dude. Like if it die, <laughs> like if if power goes out, it's connected to a power bank. So. <laughs> <laughs> So like yeah, you know that that way it's it's got like a couple of hours left in it in case the power goes out. So yeah, <laughs> I should get another wow, one. Man. Get another yeah. one, another power bank, another hard drive, make a proper like NAS box. <laughs> <laughs> that's you know I, before we can get into pies, that's the thing we're gonna tinker with. So I'm pretty sure I'm gonna find. Something to do photo related to do about it since I could, if you can run it on a power bank, it means I can <laughs> right? bring it anywhere. I could probably use it bank. as my geotagging tool, as my, um, recall that, uh, to be able to, it, since it runs on a micro SD card, right? Yeah. And yeah. it has how many USB slots? Two. One slot, right? Two, Two. slots. There well, you go. I could put the card reader on the other end and just uh, upload, upload, upload. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right? I, I, I can't, I, I can't say enough good things about the MK802. Like, hands down, the best, uh. What? How many, how much is, how much is it? By 800 pesos? That's right. Uh, like, uh, about a thousand something? Like, I don't know. That's, it's, yeah, it's, it's a bit more expensive for than the Raspberry bucks. Pi. Yeah. yeah, it's about 35 bucks. Well, Raspberry Pi's here run around a hundred dollars equivalent. Four thousand? God, that's terrible. Mistaken. Because imports. Ah, uh, yeah. I'm pretty sure Alexan. That's the name of the Mega Mall store, right? The electronic store in Mega Mall. Uh-huh. Alexa, Alexan. Wow, I'm pretty sure that. they carry that on a cheaper price. I'm pretty sure. Okay. I- I'm gonna check. We should check. Uh, I should connect online here. Oh, by the way, uh, oh, it's November 1, but according to my Ubuntu 14.10, it's 4.24 p.m. <laughs> I'm in date settings. Uh, Automatically yeah. detect from in the internet. It detected the wrong destination. So, manually, let's go to Manila. There you go. Alrighty. 1234. Um, timestamp, sorry. It's not connecting to the internet, is it? Firefox. Probably not. It's, I don't think it's connected. I'm, I connected wired, but by wired. Huh. Alright. Wi-Fi it is then. One of my favorite things that I bought from uh, is, you know, that USB that gives your computer Wi-Fi capabilities. Yeah, nifty. yeah, really nifty. Like I bring it with me sometimes because, like, if I know I'm not gonna use my own computer or I'm gonna be somewhere else. Yeah. Anyway, what am I gonna search? Raspberry Pi Philippines. Raspberry Pi prices. Pi Philippines. What else would I say? I mean, with regard to 1410, it is I'm okay it is. with it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I said this for the 1404 review. Um, it's the, like, it serves its purpose as, like, that sort of general user distribution that's, like, user friendly. You step into the world of Linux. Uh, one of the first things you see is Ubuntu, and you go to Ubuntu, you throw it onto, you know, your laptop and, there you go, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. Here we are, four years later. We have a podcast, right? Like, <laughs> huh? <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's pretty much sums up my review for. <laughs> it's a uh, huh? Yeah. I mean, LTS for the win. I'm still like that type of person. But if you want, if you want something like you, you're okay uploading every so often, just go ahead and you know go ahead with this. Yeah, that's it. Oh, Raspberry Pi prices. It's, um, it's around 2,000 pesos or less. Sometimes 1815. Okay, that's, that's reasonable. You know, given. Uh, but then well, the, the expensive one I got was, um, was a bundle. Ah, okay. Yeah, with, it like, had the a book, and everything. It had the casing, yeah. And it had some, you know, what do you call that? The different type, like the camera and. I'm an add on. Like a faster or something. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and there's actually here's here's a huge bundle. There's a thirteen thousand five hundred Raspberry Pi. 
Huh. But like a bunch of st- stuff is um a bunch of stuff is included already. Like an Arduino board. So I guess board. it depends. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's an yeah, Arduino board. Arduino and extra uh B plus more automate bundle. It's a bunch of cords, like bigger power. Huh. Something converters and logic boards and whatnot. I have no idea what those barometric pressure sensor. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. <laughs> a motion sensor. You can, you, here's the thing I'm gonna do when I get an Arduino. I'm pretty sure now what I'm gonna do with it. There's what? a motion sensor, right? Yeah, okay. So There's I'm a watching. barometric pressure. Like, I wanna do, like, a, a camera trigger for it. Where if you breathe, or the <laughs> barometric pressure changes, it will activate pictures or something. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, there are a bunch of motion sensor camera triggers already, but, and light, like, when it flashes for those catching lightning. But if there's, oh, like, a water sensor for cheap. rain, stuff like that to trigger a camera when it rains. Oh. oh. Or heat sensor, you know. <laughs> yeah. I'm getting ridiculous ideas. Like, when your pulse rate goes up, it's gonna trigger anyway. But a bunch of possibilities you can do. Huh. Yeah. But yeah, from the looks of it, I'm just gonna get, since I don't, I'm not the tinkering type, the MK108, the one uh, you have, I'm probably gonna get one of yeah. those, and, and 802. I'm probably uh, gonna get one pretty, of those. Uh, that, that isn't, uh, that, that's more of a tinkery thing, because. No, like, yeah, I mean, I wanna do something like own cloud of my own or something, I don't know. Yeah, well, but, uh, to, to be honest though, like, um, because you aren't too much of a tinkery person, get get a pie, if it's about the same price, because that's more well supported. Um, yeah, right. Like I, I had because you have to pull up. Yeah, you had to pull off some stuff and. Yeah, I mean, like you know, I had to. Eh, <laughs> what's it? <laughs> what's it like? Uh, uh, it, you you need a custom kernel or something. Like it's 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 kind of. You have to compile it on your own. Well, not necessarily, but. I'll, I'll put a, I'll put a, what's it up? Uh, I should put like a tutorial up or something. Like, yeah, write how it. to, how to get Debian write installed on your, you know, MK802. Uh, yeah. We should put more stuff on the website. <laughs> like writing stuff up. Yes, we totally should, but, uh, you know, finals week and like, yeah. straight after finals week vacation. You know, you know, here's the thing. When you were having like, yeah, there was, I was, like a f- light a bit for a week when you were having your finals I'm like oh yeah when are we gonna record when are we gonna record once you were done with your finals a different type of week hit me yeah, called yeah. fashion week <laughs> <laughs> oh well uh, anyway yeah, so, uh, I think yeah. we, we, we could end it over there and transition to our off tangent hmm. do we have anything else I want to talk about I, I, I feel anything like anything else I want to talk Mac I, I feel like I want to talk more about like Linux and computery stuff though um, it feels like it's been so long. Here's the thing, though. I want to talk about how Steam is so great. <laughs> Steam right. is so great. AJ's Linux, Linux game of the week. Go. Mm-hmm. No, I can't. I, I, I'm. I don't want to get a game. I haven't gotten any game for the past few weeks because it's. I'm so freaking busy. But every time I pop into Steam, just to ch- set, check and see and kill myself because. The games are so cheap, <laughs> and they are good games. <laughs> like yeah. the st- the sale right now, Witcher, Witcher Two is ninety nine pesos. That's two dollars, man. It's two dollars for a triple A game that can run on Linux. Jeez, Louise. <laughs> yeah, like uh, what's it? Like you, you you guys on the what's it on the chat? Like uh. yeah. <laughs> I just keep telling the boys because I'm sure Norm will grab all of them. <laughs> when Norm sees a bargain, even if he doesn't need it, he'll get four of them. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> no matter how broke he is. He no matter how card. broke he is. <laughs> There's only 15 days away for the next salary, but yeah. Um, I'm a bit, uh, I'm a bit happy that Steam is really doing well with the Linux platform. And it's attracting a lot of developers to seeing a new viable market with, mm, yeah. where they could peddle their goods and they don't need to go through a publisher and whatnot. And it's doing really, really well. It's just that Steam OS, Steambox, what the hell, what, what now? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, um, 
it's the like like going back to what I said many episodes ago. Like it's 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 hard in this like in in, in the in the current tech landscape. It's like. Uh, Microsoft, right? They recently announced and released, um, their, all, their, their fitness thing you have on your wrist or whatever. Like the thing with technology now is you announce it, go buy it next week, you know? Like mm-hmm. the things, things that are announced have been in the works for years under closed doors and stuff. Like the difficulty that Steam is running into, I think, or that Steam is going to run into is the fact that they announced it really, really, really early and everybody knew about it and the beta was out, et cetera, et cetera. Right? Because like that's not the way technology companies, hardware manufacturers nowadays. Work. Right? Like, Especially like nowadays. Now? Everyone's looking forward to something. Yeah. It's it's like it's it's like announce it, oh, and you can buy it in our like showroom next door. Like gone are the days where you had a company that, you know, announces something and says, this is our incremental progress, you know, because I, I guess people just want to buy stuff straight away. You know? <laughs> it's just a bad thing. It's just for me, it's not because I'm not afraid that it won't come out. I just want to see how Steam would do with first party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because many people are coming out with Steam boxes, with Steam OSs and whatnot. And it's okay. I mean... Go ahead if you do so, but I want how Valve wants it ideally. Would they take the Ubuntu approach of what do you call this? Of of, of coming out with something that get, everyone can customize, or this is how it should be done or something? I don't know. I don't know what they want to do hmm. with it. But I'm really happy that you know. Again, um, Borderlands. I, I forgot who the developer is. That they have um, they have Steam versions of their game and a bunch of AAA titles are coming out for it. I mean, it's the the library is still not as extensive, but now there are a lot more options. So mm. again, happy with that, happy with that, and really happy with that. Because <laughs> yeah. gaming wise, with the ma- if you're a PC master race, Windows still has the holds the most library, followed by Mac and then Linux. But why would you play in the Mac, right? I mean, I don't know with Miko, but hey, <laughs> thus, Ironic Gamer. That's his um, thing. <laughs> that's his thing. And personally, now I see the appeal of consoles for my purposes rather than uh, like investing in a new PC because I'm okay with the titles coming out with Lin- in Linux, the PC games coming out in Linux. Mm. So, yeah, yeah. And then if I need another game, I'm just going to get a console. And especially with console life cycles right now, seven seven years that's good enough. Hmm. Oh oh oh! Let's go back to Microsoft a bit. They dropped the Nokia name. Yeah, they did. Uh, it's now all just Windows Phone. Lumia. I thought they're gonna have that Lumia, Lumia yeah. name. Um, I was explaining this to my sister why it's a uh, why it's a Lumia. Why they adapted Lumia and dropped Nokia? Because I think it's a good move. I'll be mm-hmm. sad because everyone, if you say Nokia to someone, it's nostalgic. It's the 90s. It's, right, you know, right, the Brick yeah. 33 phones. Like, so it's not really doing good for what Microsoft's want, what, what Microsoft wants to do with their phones. Yeah. They want to yeah. be, you know, modern, new, fresh, edgy, fredgy, those things. That's why yeah, they dropped yeah, the, yeah. they dropped the Nokia line. Just put Lumia in because there are actually people who appreciate Lumia. Yeah, apparently they have like some of the best cameras on mobile phones out there. So like. they they pretty much do. Um, before it was the ridiculously forty-one megapixel camera. Yeah, it's not really forty-one megapixels. What it does is, it's a, if I'm not mistaken, it's a foveon sensor. A foveon sensor is a multiple stack of a single sensor. Oh, okay. So say you have a uh, you have RGB. So, uh, the regular Bayer filter sensor, the RGB colors, the red, green, and your blue, is just one sensor. But a mm. Foveon sensor is one layer is red, one layer is green, one layer is blue. Oh, so that's okay. why they're claiming yeah, yeah. we're 48 megapixels. When in truth, um, red megapixel is 16. Blue is 16, and the other one is 16 again. So Okay, so get? like that's why that's why megapixels really don't count for shit. Like... Yeah. <laughs> it's all about pixel density. 
Okay. How big and how 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 big are those? I mean, not big is that the right term? How good are those pixels in absorbing the information? Mm. Mm. Yep. So, like with Fuji, what they did was we're gonna make our pixels be so good at absorbing color. So that's why the Fuji colors in their cameras are really really good. For Sony, what they did with the A7S. We're gonna make our pixels absorb light. So good. That's why they have clean files at ISO 5600,000 or something. Uh, <laughs> really clean high ISOs. And what's the other one I'm gonna say? For Leica, the M monochrome, we're gonna make them absorb tonality. So good. Like, that's why you have a dynamic range with that. A really high dynamic range. It's close to film. They're the only ones who have that. So, you know, it's how Pretty much camera companies want to do with pixels. Now, going back to mobile, Microsoft is really, did it, did it right with that 40 something megapixel camera. It's just that it's just ridiculously big megapixel that's unnecessary for a phone that size. As uh. opposed to the iPhone right now, the iPhone right now is, I think it has the biggest sensor on a phone as of the moment. Huh. And that's good for them. <laughs> yeah, like apparently, apparently now the iPhone 6 plus is like yeah. the best camera on the market or the uh, yep for phones, right? Yeah, I think that from 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 what I've seen, that and then the S5 zoom. Those are the two like phones that are pretty much camera cameras with phones. <laughs> well, I, I'm not sure if the S5 with zoom counts as like like a phone it camera. It looks like a camera. <laughs> my, my girlfriend <laughs> uses that cuz you know, makeup artist so after takes a picture of Oh, yeah, the yeah, client yeah. that blows it. Like, it doesn't look like... <laughs> it doesn't look, look like, like it a came phone. from a phone. <laughs> it, looks, it, it reminds me of, like, an N-Gage, speaking of Nokia. It's, it's like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Windows should bring that back. <laughs> <laughs> to, go, to, to go up against the, 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 the PSP. <laughs> and the Wii U. The Wii U controller and the... Oh, yeah, exactly. PS yeah, Vita. PSP. Here's the thing, though. Vita is not even a competition. The Wii U, con- the Wii U remote controller thing is its own thing. Like, it's its own thing. It's not like a handheld device. And why would you go against a 3DS? Right? Mm, yeah, yeah. But, but if Windows, the hindsight there for me is mobile is the biggest gaming platform. If you could make a phone that's, you know what? This phone optimized for gaming, right? And then, it can link to your Xbox account. Silver. That's so, that's how yeah, Microsoft is going to make it. money. Because yeah, they're sure as hell not going to make money on Windows 10. Yeah, they're not going to make money on Windows 10. <laughs> <laughs> like, I read the recent financial reports of Sony. The thing that's saving Sony right now is, aside from Sony Pictures. Oh, uh, yeah. Is Spider-Man, Sony, pretty much. Oh, yeah. yeah. Is Sony Imaging Camera Division. Sony Insurance, I don't know what the hell that is, <laughs> and um, and their their PlayStation market, their gaming market. Yeah. Those are the three things that four things that I said. Yeah, anyway, those are the things that are saving Sony right now, and it's so weird because they were the best one with their TVs. They were the best with the Walkman, and all of those are gone. Their their phones, they're gonna post like two billion net loss. On mm. their phone market, I'm like, oh, Xperia, <laughs> you use. They bought Ericsson before in the early 2000s. They bought yes, Ericsson. Yes, I remember that. Division. Sony Ericsson, yeah. Yeah, and then now it's just the um, Xperia line. But hmm. it's weird that they're not even competing, and and ah, they're they're not integrating their devices. It's weird. While Microsoft is the one that can do that now. <laughs> Ah, Microsoft. Trying to be hip. Fredgy. And you know what the scary thing is? They might, it might, they can't, they can pull it off and they might. And it's weird that Microsoft is be, is going to be fresh and edgy. (laughs) (laughs) By by totally like ripping off Linux though. Yeah. (laughs) They ripped off Linux. Yeah. They ripped us off so bad. By, by, Getting the concepts and implementing it on their own by not even recognizing that it was Linux all along. Now we had um we had shortcuts before shortcuts were a thing. They were called symbolic <laughs> links. 
so many things. So many things. Oh, this is so cool, dude. We've been running for like 40 something minutes and we didn't talk about system D. Why? <laughs> <laughs> because that's like the, that's, that's like the big hoopla now. And like, I figured like as a Linux podcast, I have to talk about it even just a little we bit. We have to address oh. system D. Yeah, the whole system D thing. Uh, because, um, what's it? Because there's a movement out there to fork Debian. Like, fork Debian. <laughs> For the sake of making sure that system D isn't the fucking init system. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry for all Again. the foul language. It's towards, it's, it's around Halloween. We always, like, use that on Halloween. Anyway. <laughs> then, yeah, dude, like, if somebody forks Debian, like, I'd love to see that. I'd love to see, like, a fork of Debian who's, <laughs> like, who's, whose sole existence is so that they don't have system D as like the init system. There's just <sighs> something so, there's just something so get out, like, like get off my property about that, you know? So have you been to boycottsystemd.com? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you should check out, um, what's it? For, for, I think it's forkfedora.org. What there is? Like, I'm gonna check it. Forkfedora. Well, uh, well, first, first of all, check out Fork Debian. De- Debian Fork? Debianfork.org, I think. Uh, Debian, Debian fork dot org. Let's see. Yeah, <laughs> debianfork.org. Well, when you when you search for Debian fork, wait, Debian fork. Oh man, oh, I was gonna look again at what the there was a Debian fork boycott <laughs> on the Google autocomplete forms. Okay, but yeah, so so there you you see uh, debianfork.org, right? Shall we fork Debian? <laughs> Who are you? We are veteran Unix admins and we are concerned about what is happening to Debian, GNU, Linux to the point of considering a fork of the project. And why would you do that? Some of us are upstream developers, some professional sys admins. We are all concerned peers interacting with Debians and derivatives on a daily basis. We don't want to be forced to use systemd in, the, in substitution to the traditional Unix sysvinit in it because systemd betrays the Unix philosophy. Ooh. Yeah, they, well, they, they do have a point, right? They do have a point because, yeah. like, systemd is, uh, what's it? Like, the, the old init system was just, like, you have a folder and you just throw a bunch of, like, scripts in there and that's how you start up your computer. Uh, yeah. and, you know, it's, it's, it's really good, I think, that, like, if, if people feel, like, so passionate about it, um, then go ahead, like, fork Debian. That's, that's what open source is all about. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. But I just wish there wasn't so much bad blood. That's that's all. It, it's weird because I want this T-shirt. Uh, even despite the bad blood, th- I want this T-shirt that says "Open Source Tea Party." <laughs> <laughs> all right, now check out forkfedora.org. Forkfedora.org. Yeah. Fork. I don't know where the. I mean, what? Where the bad blood is coming from, though? Like passion or what? Hmm. Like beardery, forkfedora.org or is it .com? Because org, dot org. .org is dot org. Really? Forkfedora.org, yeah. Ah, okay. Sorry, my spelling is derp. <laughs> Forkfedora. Fedora. Shall we fork Fedora? Not really. It's doing great. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we're not veteran enough. <laughs> Absolutely lovely. <laughs> Absolutely lovely. <laughs> oh my god. I love it. I freaking love it. I freaking love it. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there. You know, Debian. Forking Debian, more power, like more power to, uh, more po- more power to the uh, veteran admins that want to fork Debian. Like that's the spirit of open source, yeah. Just when that that is it for me. That's why I don't know why people are so adamant about it. People are having bad blood and whatnot. Yeah. That's why I find the the open source Tea Party T-shirt really funny because <laughs> so have your Tea Party. It's okay. <laughs> 
The Britons are not gonna bomb you afterwards. <laughs> no one's gonna do. Ha- I have um, a declaration of Debian independence. <laughs> well, I-, I guess I guess because the init system is just something so fundamental to the way computers. Yeah, works, because right? it was. So, yeah, mm-hmm. that's why. Oh, sorry. I just found. I was I was, clo- I was scrolling in debianfork.org, and one of the questions is. How long are your beards? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not about beard length or something. Like, that was the yeah. answer. This is not a beard contest. Rest assured, the furry ones among us are not sheep. Huh. Like, yeah, I mean, if they want to do this, go ahead. And, and if they really want to, like, push through with it, it would be nice and we'll be here to see if it applies again in the third world context. If what they're doing really is okay for the third world context. If it's gonna make things easier, faster, privacy is better, security and, and we call that transparency will be great. All well and good. Yeah. But then, you know, uh, what's it? The the thing that um, really got me uh, was like uh, my, my Debian uh, server right now um, uses old init system and mm-hmm. my Arch installs use systemd. And which are you having fun with? They're like pretty much the same, <laughs> <laughs> except that like, like, like the the only time you'll ever really feel it is if you're like a hardcore sysadmin. Like apparently, systemd makes the work of um, sysadmins like so much easier. Mm. Like on that fork Fedora website, right? Like you 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 see the the difference in length. Like this is systemd. It's like Ten lines using your init uh-huh. scripts, it's really long. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's like okay, but you know, I'm I'm, I'm not uh, I'm not pro enough to feel the difference. Just you know, figured that should talk about the fork Debian thing because it's amazing, and fork Fedora equally amazing. Fork Fedora is just again if you're enabled. It's enabling them to do what they want, and that's great. And that makes Linux just hella better than all other operating systems out there. And uh, with that, let's end the show, or let's like end the yeah. main section. Yeah, end the main section. I'm I'm good with that. It's a positive note <laughs> on why we do this thing that we do <laughs> for the people, by the people, and you know stuff. <laughs> So for podcasts and stuff, head over to channel14.com. Uh, Twitter.com slash channel14. We have a Google Plus page. We have, what other things did we have? Twitter, Google Plus, um, Twitter.com slash thirdwordlinux. You can follow me on Twitter if you want at agdomestafoto. Uh, Pretty much that's it. Yeah. Check out the other shows. Um, yeah, Bodega Nights. Bodega Nights is finally back. Try to release it every other Monday. Uh, mm-hmm. Third World Gaming comes out on Fridays. Sunstar Podcast comes out on Saturdays, Sundays, like the weekend. And uh, Third World Linux we try to get out on Fridays, I guess. Yep. And uh, support the show by buying your stuff using our Amazon affiliate links, like a Raspberry Pi and or an actual Apple Pi. <laughs> <laughs> an actual apple pie and you know enjoy that apple pie while thinking of us and listening to the show (laughs) or something (laughs) so uh yeah have a great that's it day wherever you are have a great day happy halloween bye internet bye So if you made it to this point, this is the off-tangent section. And off-tangent. Yay. Although Fashion the main show, the main show yeah. felt like an off-tangent. I like it when yeah. that happens. Yeah. I like it when we just ramble on about um, Linux things. <laughs> and how, how it's affecting week? our lives. Huh? How is fashion how A bunch of Japanese folks flew in. Like a bunch of Japanese moms. I got backstage access. Like here, here's the thing. I'm like, I went to a friend of mine. Like, dude. 
it finally happened. I got one of my dream locations. I would be able to shoot one of my favorite things ever. Backstage of Fashion Week. And they were like, Ayo! And, you know, like, Yeah, man, models and whatnot. What's your assignment? Photograph the seven Japanese male flying models. What the fuck, man? <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> I mean, I don't care. As long as I get to be in backstage. And here's what they realized. Backstage lighting sucks. <laughs> yeah, because like you have to you can, yeah, spend all just you know rely on their ambient light because if you use flash, it might be seen on the front. Like, oh, wh- oh why, why is there popping in there in the backstage? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. you can't use flash. Lighting is very dim next to low light, next to no light. So I'm like, oh my god, this sucks. <laughs> So, you know, you have you to make your ISO. Yeah, pump up the ISO and wish for the best with your noise removal. That's why I want that Sony A7S, that camera that could be clean at ISO 500, maximum ISO 409,000. Wow. Clean at around 50,000. Gosh, John's, uh, <laughs> John's camera, I got. <laughs> like, you saw the, yeah. I have used that camera, 350D, Canon 350D. Yeah. It's good. Like, it's good, but it's, it, like, when you know what you want to do, you could feel it is limiting, right? Yeah, because, because, because I want to take a picture of the night sky, but keep it open for 30 seconds. That way it doesn't, that, that way the stars don't start streaking. But, like, that's impossible. <laughs> <laughs> like, the only way that that's ever going to be effective using his camera is, uh, keeping it at ISO 1600, which is noisy like nothing else. Yeah. Because again, that was that's that camera is gonna be ten years old. Whoa! Is it? Like, that's as old as Ubuntu. <laughs> Canon three fifty D. But you can see how that camera is re for me. That camera is really great. Just if you're starting out. Oh yeah. my god! The camera is eleven years old. Huh? It's older than twentieth of August. Yeah, twentieth of August two thousand three. It's such a great camera if you're just starting out doing snapshots and, cause again, for me, I like, I like a camera for a starter to not so much limit you, but make sure you understand the fundamentals. Mm. Like that camera doesn't have any frills, no video, no Wi-Fi, GPS, whatever. Like it's really base, but you know, yeah, it's gonna yeah, yeah. make you learn stuff. Yeah. Which is why, like, in the beginning, shot film. It's, it's like the film, yeah. like, right, yeah, going out, again. you have 36 shots, let's do this. Yeah, and here's the thing. That camera only has a maximum of ISO of 1600, which is very noisy. 1600 on film is really noisy. <laughs> so you'll be forced to use, yes. what, the 400s, your 200, 100 ISO, and rely on a faster, what do you call that? A faster lens. Not right, not like now, the, Hey, low light. All right, ISO seven thousand. So you know, ISO six thousand for uh, 6400. So you know, but back then, you know, sixteen hundred is noisy. How yes. was the overall trip, though? Huh? Aside from like, like aside from the failed astrophotography attempts, <laughs> um, like, failed recording as well. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what's it like? If if you listen, well, tried to salvage, tried to salvage the stuff as much as possible, but. Like the the mics didn't sync up properly or something like the all of them. Uh, there was there was one mic that like the word clock wasn't um, in sync with the other two, so uh, it had like this adverse effect on everything. So like the Bodega <laughs> Nights episodes that are going to be coming out don't exactly sound great, but you know the content <laughs> was okay. You know, all right. Like what was it? Yeah, it was cold. Um. <laughs> Oh, this was terrible, dude. So we went up on Friday night, right? It's like a four-hour trip from the city. I thought six hours. Four hours? All right. Yeah, it's like a four-hour trip uh, from the city to uh, the mountain, right? So yeah. we head up on we head up on Friday night. Uh, I had to go back down on Saturday. What the hell? Because there's no internet up there. Internet wasn't very good. You know, I had to... Release the Sunstar podcast. Had to release Third World Linux because I think Wait, we were late so you that went week. back. You went back to the city. I went back to the city to drop John off, and use the internet at the city. 
he had to go back because his grandfather passed recently. So oh. he had to fly back oh, to yeah, Manila. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, so he had to fly back to Manila, head back to the city, four-hour trip. Uh, he, so like, he went work to emergency, go back in an emergency. I know. Yeah, emergency yeah. flight. Yeah. Well, no, what was it? It was like his his grandfather passed the week of the trip. Right, uh-huh. uh, so he just came to Cebu, uh, took like one day, and went straight back to Manila. Like he moved his flight. Mm-hmm. There, so yeah, head back down to the city, uh, work a bit, then head back up to the mountain. So like, oh man, that was that was uh, whew, eight hours on the road. Yeah, dude, like an entire working day. Therapeutic, actually. Like, hmm. get to be stuck in a car with my own thoughts <laughs> for half the time. The other half was like getting to know listening John. to podcasts. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Oh, well, yeah, listening to podcasts. Serial. Serial is really good. Yeah. Mm. So we got but back up to the, to the mountain at like 12. Right. So I got back at 12 and everybody was asleep. Terrible, dude. Stuck out Wait, there. 12. Like, yeah, midnight. On a Saturday and everyone is asleep. Yeah. Nerds, <laughs> right? <laughs> All right. I mean, I don't know. Huh? Every time I'm out again, I'm asleep in the mornings or afternoons, right? Every time yeah, with guys, yeah, when I'm yeah, on vacation yeah, yeah. with you guys, the, that's why Norm calls it, oh, the tired aging meme. Because every time we go on vacation, if it's the afternoon or like mornings, I'm just sleeping. And then when it hits 10 to 12 o'clock, I'm like, oh, and then 1 o'clock until probably in the morning to like yeah, 7 Yeah, like the, 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 the 4 a.m. club, right? Like that yeah, was the, the 4 a.m. club. <laughs> Yeah, dude, they made me wait outside in the pitch black for like 30 minutes. Yeah, cigarettes. Thankfully. There you go. <laughs> True friends, you know. <laughs> Midnight, like wicked scary, dude. Like, oh, <laughs> Pitch black. Oh, man, I wish I was there, though. But too busy. I mean, I'm like 20 days away from heading to Cambodia, and I'm so freaking nervous. Eh, so you'll be fine. Nervous. I hope so. I really hope so. You'll be fine. What's the worst In thing that could happen, you know? Bring shame to the country? Nah. <laughs> nah. Nah. <laughs> um, well, maybe, but... Generally you know, suck? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, Patlonangal, I mean, there's only like three Filipino photographers there who is going to represent. And I just don't want to suck. <laughs> As opposed to like... There's a huge Indian contingent, a bunch of Malaysians and whatnot. Like, uh, it's only three Filipinos and I don't want all three. I mean, I'm pretty sure the two others, I mean, I know both of them, they're good, but you know, can't say the same for myself, but we'll Aww. see. Exciting times. I just I have to, you know, a game, a game, a game. Because your name is AG. See what I did there? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> God, that was so lame. That was so lame. Uh, other things. I'm also trying now to, like, that's why life has been very busy because to keep in line with, you know, being a journalist and whatnot. I'm trying to be a stringer. And it's mm. hard because the deadlines are so tight and I can't write fast. <laughs> oh, well. What's it? Uh, our episode two weeks ago, like, I just re-released the... Sunstar Journalism 101. Check it out. I should. Just it's, do, you know. Yeah. yeah. Definition of journalism. Literature in a hurry. Because it's storytelling with a deadline. Yeah. Jeez. Like three hour deadline. Jeez. Eh, you know. <laughs> working the news. Working the news. Yeah. It's okay though. I like it. I like it. Hopefully it, it I could continue on doing it. We'll see. They're gonna try me out on uh, the opening of the Leica store. Mm. So you're yep. gonna be like covering it as, as press. If... Nice. Yep. I know, right? I'm so excited. Uh, cause it's like, uh, and you know, I love that brand. That's again, that's why they assigned me to that assignment. Or what's a redundant sentence? <laughs> they assigned me that event. There you go. <laughs> and other things. How was like, what, what do you guys do up there in the mountains? Just fired guns? Did you got drunk? Played video uh, games, pretty sure? Yeah, they played video games. They did. Recorded a lot. Yeah. 
I, I was asleep for like a lot of it, you know? Because <laughs> <laughs> again, Sam break and, you know. Yeah. Like, while everybody was, while everybody was asleep, I was outside, like, taking pictures of the stars and stuff. Well, uh, I, I was there probably be doing that as well. Right? Like, it's probably to, called the sticks. Yeah. Hmm, well, listening, listening to, to podcasts. podcasts, that sort of thing. Like, there. <laughs> uh, what else? They had, like, knife throwing stuff, like, okay, fine, whatever. Yeah. I was knife asleep throwing. for a lot of it. Yeah, dude, like, <laughs> what was it? But, Pretty much like the trip was me being asleep and driving to the city. <laughs> ah, an uh, entire working day on the road. Amazing. Nearly burned out my clutches getting up to the mountain thing. Oh, was it like steep? 40, 40 degree inclines and whatnot? Yeah. It's terrible. Oh, what else is terrible? Goomba closed. What? Why? I have no idea. Uh, they were... They weren't making money, uh, and their lease ran out this month. So last night was their last hurrah. Uh, Goomba is like our favorite bar. So like, yeah, mm. you know, we all. So did it, did everyone all, like, so, like? Oh, it was great, uh, dude. It, it, it yeah, was great. I'm um, gonna say everyone's probably wasted. Yeah, dude. Everything was free. Like they emptied out the kitchens. I was like, all right, as much as you want to drink, as much as you want to eat. Um, as and, long as we have stock. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, they, they had like a, an invite, uh, a, a by invite only sort of party thing last night. And we had to, and it was interesting. They had to turn away so many people because, you know, Halloween, people want to show up at Goomba. But like they reserved the entire bar for pretty much like the class, you know? Mm-hmm. It was, I, I felt the denial, you know? Oh, yeah. I, I felt that denial where everybody was just like, oh, carry on, you know? <laughs> Then come around three or four in the morning, uh, it was like, we have to go, but nobody really wanted to, knowing that it was Goomba's last night. Oh, Gonna miss their potions. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Part of my birthday diary for last year. Huh. Yeah. Gonna miss that place. Many a drunken nights for you, I guess. (laughs) Ah. 